one is going to come get you. No one is going to come get us. Artists like us, when we're faced with walls, we blast holes through them with our rage, our anger, our gratitude, our love. That's our ammunition for hope. This is Studio Confessions, the art podcast. I am your host, Luis Martin, the art engineer. Listen in for conversations with artists and culture makers as we talk about their creative practice and what moves them. Let me share my wax poetic monologues and how to activate your creativity to live an inspired and more beautiful life. That's right, I said beautiful. Welcome to the studio. I'm glad you're here. Here's the thing. I don't have the dexterity right now to write a podcast episode, which is what I usually do. I sit down, I have some ideas, brainstorm a little bit, and I write. But I've written two episodes, and they just didn't seem right. And then the world went to hell in a handbasket, and then that just seemed irrelevant. And now I'm here and have so many things to say, but nothing to say. And that's cool. So I'm not planning ahead, I'm just going to cat, because sometimes that's all you can do, you can just show up, which I talk a lot about, right, just show up and others will see you and you'll be okay because I'm doing okay and vice versa. A friend of mine, an artist and art coach, Rachel Wilkins, is doing a project for Pride Month where she's doing collages of icons queer icons, and she asked to collaborate with other artists. She asked me to write a thank you note to someone in the community that she's making a collage of. And the person that I chose was Sylvia Rivera. And Sylvia Rivera was a very much unseen and unsung hero in the gay, queer, trans movement. And in doing it, and this is the magic about art and collaboration, in doing it, there was this cathartic moment and this reconnection to hope, right? Because it's so easy to feel hopeless right now. So I sat down and I, I wrote this thank you letter, letter. I knew about Sylvia, but then I thought I should watch a YouTube about her life. And it made me think, right. There are these beacons in the past, you know, like Sylvia, pick your leader. I don't even want to give anyone a history lesson because I'm no historian. But you know what I'm talking about. We have people who've come and gone, whose shoulders we stand on. And that's where we find hope. So Sylvia Rivera did all these amazing things. She was selfless, she was homeless, and she fought for trans kids who were also homeless. And this was before RuPaul, this was before gender fluidity. People looked at her like a freak because she was in what was referred to then scare drag because she would put a little bit of makeup and, and for other intents and purposes she was very much male. It wasn't easy but she fought and she fought and she was not doing it for the likes obviously. She wasn't doing it for the fame or any fortune. She did it because she had this calling. And it, that resonates, right? 
And in my letter, I thanked her for being selfless, but also for giving me the power to not be selfless for the work that she did, where I can scream my name without fear and claim my best life. Because that's what we need to do. We can't be selfless. We can't hide. We really need to demand the love we deserve, right? This is a huge theme right now. Our whole country is like, nope, we deserve better and we're going to claim better. And that was an exercise in reclaiming the life we deserve. It's been a lot. I've been sick to my stomach just with what's going on. And I show up. Switch from coffee to tea because coffee will hurt my stomach even more. So I had some nice tea. Helped it a little bit. But it's difficult. On top of the pandemic, we have everything that's happening in our country. Everything that has to happen in our country. And we're going to get through this. We have to get through this, right? And like I've mentioned before, this is such a perfect moment to plant seeds of hope. We know that hope is there. And we know we're going to get through this. We have to get through this. What is that going to look like? What do we want our future America to look like? It's okay if you're not out there protesting. I've noticed a lot of friends feel bad because they're not out in the trenches picketing. They're not out in the trenches screaming. And that's okay. That is okay. I'm not in the trenches either. My work is not on the streets. There is a time and place for everyone. And right now, it's a time and place of those warriors who have the strength, who have the guts, who have the physical endurance to be out there protesting and facing the brunt of this fight. But it doesn't mean we're not fighting. It doesn't mean you don't fight. It doesn't mean we hide. Not for long. There's a moment for the physical struggle, the fight. And then there's a moment to infiltrate, to support, to fund, to bail people out of jail who are going for protesting. We all have our role. We all have our part. Trust that you will know when to rise, when to stand, and do your part. Don't worry about what others will say because you're not out there protesting. No. Show your support in every other way. We have platforms other than Instagram, other than our podcast. Call somebody. Become a mentor. And I say this a lot, even before this, because mentorship is such an important way of holding the door for someone. Because you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't know how to claim your best life, you'll never do it. And I know someone out there knows something that someone needs to know, so we need to share this information. Two of the other podcasts that I had written were about the generosity loop and curating your life, which, again, now seems a little just... Irrelevant, not irrelevant, but just a little difficult to talk about just because uh, we're in the eye of the tornado, so to speak.
But let's talk about that, the generosity loop. What I really wanted to talk about there was in the pandemic, we all need help. We all need to show up for each other, right? As artists, we are hit up to give art, to donate art, to donate our services. And very often we are left out of the generosity loop. So artists, I want you to be very weary and very careful. Just like Sylvia Rivera, who worked so hard for so many things, she was left out of the generosity loop and was homeless and died in poverty. Let's not relive this story. Let's not live this myth of the starving artist. Let's honor the people that came before us who already went through that. Let's not go through that. So when people ask you to donate work or to auction off work or to give your time, don't get angry. Don't be offended. It's part of the conversation. Open the dialogue and ask, it would be very meaningful to me if there was some kind of stipend or compensation because I really want to participate, but I also don't have the means at the moment to give of myself. I'm overstretched. You know what's good for you. You know what words will come for you. But you must remember, it's a dialogue. It's a conversation. It's like tennis, right? It doesn't have to be dodgeball. It could be tennis. But if you don't hit the ball back with a racket, with your hand, it's going to hit you straight in the face. And you're going to hate yourself. You're going to be resentful of others for asking you. So be okay with asking for what you want. It's so important to give and to know how to receive because it's so easy to give, right? Because it comes from us naturally. We have this inclination to want to share because yeah, that's our role, to create and to share. But we live in a world that has perversed that in a way. We live in a world that has co-opted that and has learned how to profit from our work and leave us out of the generosity loop. The intentions can be great. It might be a benefit to save the rainforest, to save the world, to whatever. But if it's leaving you out of the generosity loop, it's no good. I think that's what's gotten us into these problems of inequality. We've given too much of ourselves and not demanded back. So now people are used to not thinking twice about our needs. So think about that. How can you close the generosity loop with you in it? And maybe I'll touch this again in another episode coming up. The other episode that I had written was about curating your life. And I mean, and that is relevant no matter what, because it's important to surround yourself with people, things. It's important to create a life that sustains you in well-being and happiness. There's a saying. Now, you know, every time I talk about anything, I talk about moving to the desert, painting huge paintings and living happily ever after, right? On the other side of that, I always see memes that say, oh, if you're leaving New York, it's because you were never strong enough to be here. And that makes me laugh because it reminds me of abusive relationships. Now, if you've ever been in an abusive relationship, if you've ever seen, experienced, witnessed an abusive relationship, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, what, it hurts? 
then you're not strong enough, then you don't love me enough, then you're not good enough. No, New York. I'm going to show you how I need to be loved. And if you can't love me that way, then this isn't working. I don't care who lived here before. I don't care who's going to live here after. If it's not sustaining me, if it's not feeding me, it's not for me. So think about that. Right now, everyone is in the hole. If your surroundings are not protecting you or not giving you light, if they're not offering you a way out of this hole, it's not a good one. So think about that. Yeah, and it's important to breathe. Give yourself the space to breathe. When I was doing my collage happy hour, which I do every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time in New York, last week, before the rioting started, before all of this got to a boil, I was talking about stream of consciousness. As an artist, as a collage artist, I tap into my stream of consciousness to create art, to tap into the divine, to create beautiful things, to manifest art, right? And I am into that. That is my woo. That is what fuels me. That's what makes me happy. And that's how I feel connected. But in order to get there, in order to get and tap into the divine, the stream of consciousness, you need safe space. You need a space where you are not afraid to breathe in and breathe out for at least three breaths. You need to be somewhere where you know you're not gonna get shot at, you know you're not gonna get ridiculed, you're not gonna be invaded on. And right now we don't have a safe space. As an artist, I need to deliberately create at this moment. So I'm offering you this idea of deliberately creating, deliberately making choices that feed your happiness, but are also part of this fight. Because like I said, you don't have to be out in the street. You don't have to be barricading bridges if that's not who you are. If that's who you are, more power to you. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart because because of you, I can do this. I can send this communicate to other people from my source of strength. Please be safe and let us know how we can help you. But if you don't have that calling to be out there, listen to it. Stay put. Tap into what you need to create your safe space and contribute to the fight in that way. I mean, the world keeps turning. Can you hear the banging? It's very light, but it's right outside my window. The world keeps building itself. And unless we disrupt that system that's not working, it's going to continue to turn and turn. It's serious. I know. It's super dramatic. And I'm here in my bedroom because my studio is my husband's office at the moment. 
<laughs> we we oscillate and it's okay it's fantastic i love that see this is the world that i want to live in i want to be able to work in the same space where my husband is where i see him we have breakfast together we have lunch together we eat dinner together yeah i like him that much and that's okay and that works for us and if that's the life you want that's the life you want to have breakfast lunch and dinner with your children with your wife with your husband with your animals but the environment doesn't allow you well then let's let's rethink this let's explore this because you have the ability to change these things it doesn't matter how old you are and listen i'm going to be very honest and i'm, I'm going to share this and i probably shouldn't share this my grandmother who I love, who is my entry point into collaging. She's the one that gave me all of those magazines when I was growing up. She's the one that used to rip her own magazines and put them up on the wall when she saw fashion that inspired her to be her best self, when she saw hunky guys that she wanted to dream of, and she probably influenced my taste in men. God bless my grandmother, I love her. And she gave me humor, she taught me humor. But, for some reason, she didn't take her own advice. She was preaching, but she wasn't following her own rules. And now she's older. She's older. She's old, ailing, and she's miserable. Because she never learned how to be alone, how to appreciate her own thoughts, how to be comfortable with your thoughts how to sit with yourself. And if anything, if, if this moment of pandemic has taught us anything or is trying to teach us anything, is how to sit with yourself and be okay. Because no matter where you go, there you are, right? Believe me, I've learned this. Running from LA to New York, there I was. I was no better in New York than I was in LA. I really had to cultivate myself and sit with myself. So my grandmother right now is ailing. She can't she can't walk outside by herself. She needs help. She can't do all of the things that she took so much pride in doing. So right now, you have the ability to do all these things. Set yourself up. So when you are 90, when you are 100, if you get to that age, God bless you, that you are surrounded by the things that move you, even if those things are memories. Remember the time I left? and made a better life for myself. Remember the time that I chose to learn how to crochet so that when I'm 90, I can sit here happily by myself crocheting, listening to old Cardi B, because that's gonna be someone, we know it. <laughs> but you can set yourself up for success. Listen, it's a dark place. I'm coming to you from a dark place, but we can get out of this. There's levity, there's hope, but we really have to be conscious and deliberate creators of hope for others and yourself. I mean, it's a tricky situation right now, right? And you have to be selfless and you have to be selfish, right? Selfless in the moment of understanding that you're not the only one bearing this pain. So don't claim all the pain. The whole world is with you and we all feel it. So take some comfort in that by being selfless be selfish in a good way because that's been co-opted to be a negative thing be selfish 
in a way that you know what you have to do to be okay. You know you have to have those extra 10 minutes in the morning to listen to your jam that puffs you up to face this day, even if your day is just in your living room. Know yourself. Know what you have to eat to have energy throughout the day. Because believe it or not, some of the depression we feel has a lot to do with how we nourish ourselves. Oh, I'm depressed, but it's a great day, right? I didn't eat breakfast. I had coffee all day, which is a dream, but can lead to problems, you know? So set yourself up for success. Be selfless and be selfish. Because at this point, no one is gonna come get you. No one is gonna come get us. People like us, artists like us, when we're faced with walls, we blast holes through them with our rage, our anger, our gratitude, our love. That's our ammunition. That's our ammunition for hope. And that's okay if it doesn't feel like it is right now. It's okay if the world is heavy and just breathing makes your stomach feel ill. That's okay. I'm here. You're here. We're here for each other. Even if it's only through hearing this, I feel you. It's a dark moment, but there's people who've left us breadcrumbs, who've been through similar things, if not worse. Look for them. Look for them on the internet, look for them in books, look for them in your soul. They're all there. Is that woo? <laughs> Believe me, it is woo and it's true. They're all in us, they're in our DNA. And they've left us clues. So please, don't give in to the darkness. Plant your seeds of hope now. That's our ammunition to get through this. I'm glad you heard this through. Like I said, I didn't write anything down. This was just kind of a rap session because it's gonna take a minute to get our footing. It's gonna take a minute to adjust our view to know exactly how to move forward, but we have to move forward. And we have that strength when we are working together in tandem. I look forward to seeing what you do, seeing how you thrive, because this is not the end, this is the beginning. So take your ammunition, make beautiful things, make beautiful choices, and deliberately create this new world that's coming our way. I'm Luis Martin in New York, reminding you that you are the flame that can ignite a thousand fires of inspiration and hope.